0: Do you see the heat in the sun? Look at the ground. Oh, but dude. Look at the, the ground to see the, the sky. That's
1: the roaster popping off, dude.
0: Look at that's the ground money. to see that's the sky. It's literally
1: money leaking out of the roof. Like, somebody <sighs> call mm. the contractor. We've got a leak in the roof. It's money.
0: Yep. That's what it is. Take
1: this card. Oh, oh Shut this down, Lee.
0: <laughs> Podcast number 38. Org charts. This is what I'll do. Look at the camera. Or what if we started playing to the camera like this like org charts
1: <laughs> that'd be sick dude <laughs> you said what if we did it and then we
0: literally we did just it. did maybe we start doing that every time
1: let's talk about something completely different. <laughs> <laughs> it happened again dude well, I, I, I'm i actually kind of excited about what Andre was talking about, so it feels like it's very front of mind for me. Yeah,
0: well, I love things that are in the front of our mind, because the back of our mind is where the stuff that lives there, in terms of... Like so, my eyeball. So Andre, who is the roastery team leader, just
1: went to Coffee Fest San Francisco. Shout out Coffee Fest San Francisco. Took the roastery team, had a great time, and I'm... Like, where are you at with events right now? You know, like, what's your desire to go to them? How do you feel about them? I miss I them, you and I'd like them? to go to
0: some. I had, uh, I mean, I talked about it on my, when you were, you were out, I talked about Australia on a podcast, but it was really refreshing to me to connect with coffee industry folk, and it had been a really long time. I haven't been to an event since before the pandemics, so that's, I'm missing them. I'm not missing them the same way that I used to, but, man, It was nice to talk about what we do and have conversations about it with people who really care about, you know, this industry and business expression and creativity and coffee and all the shit that goes into it. What, like,
1: what would you be interested in going to that's not SCA? Like, you said you've never been to
0: Coffee Fest. Would you be interested in going
1: to Coffee Fest? Yeah. Or what are the...
0: Yeah, I mean I would. Sorry, I was looking behind me for those who are watching the video. There's a UPS truck coming up hot, and but it's if it's got anybody I got plenty needs of space.
1: Worldwide services, it looks like they have them. Yeah, it's it just so
0: holy fuck. So, I mean for here's the thing, like what Listen, I find talked about it on other podcasts as well that we've shared is that I end up finding fun and interest. I got you dude. I want to a you lot <laughs> and a lot of things that maybe are not directly related. But Coffee Fest is one that feels similar to an SCA but maybe more approachable and also maybe more um closer in proximity to people that work near you. So I, I feel like I see like you engage more with the Different local scene of what's happening. Yeah, at least semi-local, right? Like one being in San Francisco means that there are people in proximity who may be able to come and experience our cafe or our what we have to offer. And you might learn about somebody that you could easily get to, right? You go to SCA, wherever it might be, or Expo, and you're in a city where there's undoubtedly awesome coffee in some capacity. And then you talk to these people who you are going to be inspired by, but you're not really going to share an experience with them after that weekend, probably 98% of them because they're all around the world, you know. So they're different things to me. So if a, like a local one, you, you can kind of keep up
1: on are you you're good with keeping up with people though. You're good at keeping I'm up with people. Sorry, I'm pretty good at really keeping jumbled today. keeping like yeah, I've got I'm good a weird at keeping connected.
0: Today. I'm good at keeping connected in some capacity, right? Like people People in the DMs. I'm not as I'm not as loud, like on Instagram per se, about sharing all the things that are going on. But people do hit me up a fair amount in the DMs, and I I often, most often times, will respond to them and try to be helpful in some capacity. And yeah, there's a few people that like I sit on, uh, coaching calls with. One person regularly, recent, like for the last few months. So, mm.
1: like you're coaching
0: them, or they're coaching you? No, or I'm coaching. You're them. coaching them. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, I mean, that stuff, that's not exactly what you mean, but I do, I do stay in contact and I like to try to help when possible because I, I enjoy that as long as I'm not, you know, so overwhelmed that it's impossible or too busy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause my thing with the coffee stuff is I'm, when I'm there, I'm all about it. It just feels so energizing. And then as soon as I leave, I have that weak decompression period and then I don't think about it at all. Yeah. Ever. So it's a different thing. And I'm really bad at. Not bad at. I just don't do a lot of that one-to-one person-to-person right contact. Yeah, stuff like I'm. I don't keep up with anybody, including some of my best friends.
0: Yeah, I mean, even even I do struggle with that part too, with the keeping up. Like, I mean, I do en- enough, but not as much as I'd like to. I think that's always a thing. But I'm, I'm the same way too. Like. Every time I go to Honduras, I get a little better at Spanish. And I, every time I leave, I'm like, I'm seriously going to do this. I learn Spanish, yeah. And I do things like, you know, get Babel and pay for it in advance and use it for like a week. And then I'm just like, turns out when you're a single dad business owner <laughs> and you're trying to like stay healthy, you just uh, use not a lot of time for that. So there there could be, but I think there's only so much time in the day and I end up putting my efforts, you know where they go and right you know it's just it's hard to do everything there's
1: time and then there's that feeling of even if i have the time there's a certain amount of mental energy i have yeah exactly can't like is there going to be a return on me trying thing in it right Right. yeah it's interesting because i thought of that too because it would be really cool when damien comes to like he shows up in the u.s and which by the way we're bringing we're gonna damien's gonna come visit in a a year or so yeah with his lady It'd be rad to just be able to have a full-blown conversation with him. So rad. And then you're like, am I going to put in, you know, deep work for a year to ha-
0: to make that happen? Well, and it's not, and unfortunately, it's not that- efficient work either. Like, yeah. there's the efficiency work of knowing. Well, and a priority. Like, that's the other part. Like, uh, I want to be able to communicate with people and i like to be able to connect and so in that way it's like oh that feels like a really great reason to learn spanish and then there's all the other reasons that it could work in the day-to-day life but then there's like man for the amount of time in that return being i only go to origin now once a year mm-hmm. you know then that probably won't be as much my job and the long run that's a lot of time to do a cool brain exercise, I like the brain exercise concept of it, but it's it's a lot of time to not necessarily apply something very much. And I, that's that's right. my issue. Like, And it's always been my issue. If I don't have a reason to apply it, then I lose interest. And I think that's where events for me actually do work is that I sit in this place where my mind goes to events and either I see something or I have a conversation. And it usually sparks something that I bring back and put into play in some capacity. If not more than one thing. And so that is why, you know, it's helpful for me. Getting getting out of the routine, getting into different places. Your My brain ends up putting puzzle pieces together in those places more often than it does. If I'm in, in here looking at what we have going on all the time and like spinning my wheels on how to make it better, how to coach specifically, you know, like you need that back and forth and you need, I need to to change the scenery for eureka moments. Like a fresh... Yeah. Fresh set of. And because I can go to those places, right? I do. I either get confirmation or I, whatever the case may be, but I usually do leave those places with a little bit more than like that senior vacation where you're just hyped out of your mind and then you come back and like everything goes back to the exactly the same. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: I come back and the energy's there and then I have all these ideas, but only about 5% of it sticks Mm -hmm. for some reason. That's still good though. It's pretty good. Yeah. I'm, for me, I think I load them up differently. Where I'm less in, I'm, I'm. For me, it's less about those eureka moments, yeah, and it's more about, I don't know what it's about. Honestly, it's just about good energy, like this kind of let it go kind of energy mm. that I don't get a lot here. Mm. Because even though we have things to do there and there's responsibilities, it feels completely different than the day-to-day coming to work because you're getting energy pumped into you from all angles. There's, you know, you see people you haven't seen for years. You see people who you respect. You see people who are asking you interesting questions and you see, and I'm just like, dang, how do I get that on the day-to-day?
0: Like, how do I cultivate that on the daily? Well, that's the thing, right? I think those, for me, that is what leads me to the eureka moments is I don't go in planning to have them, but... You get that energy pumping, but you also get people speaking to you and asking you questions in ways that you aren't typically getting them asked at home or in your own business, right? So they're all coming at you asking like hows and whys and, you know, they want all these clarifying uh, examples of what we may do or how they may integrate it. And you get to kind of, at least for one example, is you get to go kind of back and forth and suggest what we do and why and how it might work. And then what happens for me is they'll tell me, well, here's what goes on and how we do it. And so what that usually leads to is the thing that I always love, which is like, how does this concept that I believe and we believe could probably live ubiquitously, which means everywhere work when somebody runs their business in a different way than we do. And that's usually where there's some sort of new math and new logistics that elevate everybody. And so that happens, I think, a ton. Happens at, literally nonstop at, you know, expo, whether it's at dinner or not. And then the other best part about expo is you'll have those random dinners where you maybe have a couple drinks or you get a little loopy in some capacity and you're just laughing and cracking up with people that are the same thing, right? They're all they're all jacked up on energy and they're in a place where they don't have to have responsibility that's super intense. And we get to just have some fun and chat about shit together and laugh about All those years, yeah, yeah, man, man. Oh, are you feeling like you want to go to an event right now? Is that what's happening? No, no. I. Well, I feel differently about different events. I don't know
1: why. Like Andre's talking about Coffee Fest, and he's talking about what's happening there, and he's feeling his. I'm feeling his energy, right? And I'm, I'm thinking that's awesome, and I'm so glad that he went, and I'm so glad that he took the team. Yeah. At the same time, I'm thinking, geez, I'm glad I'm not there, and it's something about i think the thing that's keeping me from being excited about events that aren't something like SCA SCA is just this huge thing yeah so when it comes to SCA i don't necessarily look at it in terms of what am i going to learn there as far as the content and of you yeah, know same speakers or part. anything yeah. i'd know that people are going to be there showing off their coolest shit whatever that is. Right. You know, whether that's trying to start a it. new trend, there's a lot of new stuff going on. So there's a lot of people. So right. kind of anyone, everyone's there. Yep. The smaller events, I'm just kind of, I see the panels and I see what the discussion, and I'm just like, I just don't even, that's just seems so, I don't want to say base level to like hate on anybody, but I'm just like, dude, I can't sit through another one of these almost generic panel discussions about this, this, that, I just don't sure. know. I, I think I'm craving something different. I, I feel like, Probably I, are. I feel like every event is catering to a specific audience and, you know, no hate at all. But like, I think coffee fest has generally, and it's changed. It's it's gotten better for sure. But I feel like it has generally been like the entry level Yeah, it's the other one. It's like really accessible, and there's a lot of things that are geared towards beginners. I think that's great. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, that's that's cool. I just don't know what I would do if I was there. I'd meet some really nice people, no doubt. I'd have some good conversations, no doubt. Yeah, but I I think I'm
0: I don't know. I'm well. You probably want an elevated elevated maybe is the wrong word. I think potentially what is happening and this is kind of what I also am looking at when I go to these things is you're looking for what's the experience like, right? What's the, how, how are the details put together, whatever, whatever it might be, right? The content, what's the experience and how valuable, intentional, inspiring is it? And obviously I think, you know, and we probably would both get something out of most events if we like really look for it. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But like, I, I think about it too, in a couple of ways, like, a coffee fest which again i have never been to so we'll just say if i went to coffee fest i would probably aside from hoping for a cool interaction with some people that i know and maybe a surprise out of a speaker sure or something like in something i would be looking at things like what what kind of intention like what does this event feel like and look like what do they do with the space What how was the you know how how did they put it together and that's the stuff that i kind of look at is it just a bunch of booths did that you know is it whatever is there intentionality does the whole place feel good is their co- cohesiveness and you know you asked earlier what are some other expos like i haven't paid for it but i would love to go to d23 right the disney expo or like mm. any of, i mean honestly it'd be really interesting and i'm not even a huge comic book guy but to go see what like comic cons or some of these other ones are right because what that is would be interesting. you know what i'm saying yeah, like i feel you that's where i'm i'm doing this no matter what i'm going in and going like what kind of what can I learn from how somebody puts on an event? Cause we put on some form of a show or experience everywhere we are. And that's, I think where I can always learn like other things I look at are how many people showed up to this and how well, in my opinion, is it done? And no matter what the event is, if I'd think that it could be done a shit ton better and there's a ton of people coming to it, I'm like, Oh, there's a lot of opportunity. If this many people are willing to come to something that is this, and again, I'm not talking about any of the events out there. I don't have a a baseline I'm speaking about but if if that's the case, that means that there is a a need and an interest that we could lean into and if that lines up with what we're about as a company, mission values vision and how to's, then that means that there's an opportunity for us to engage in that you know so there's all this stuff happening in my mind when I'm there that I'm just kinda like looking at I'm like kind of case studying and paying attention weird shit like that and i don't always talk about it i just kind of like absorb it sure so i mean that, that'd that be i would love to go to d23 it's expensive they tell how much is it great question It's like thousands of dollars uh, uh no but it's not cheap and i think they sell out i think there's like pre-sale tickets let's find it's out it's not an invite only thing no 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 it's an expo just like all of them how much is d23 why is it always called d23 presented by Visa you guys so you know it's ooh, good. Ooh, big sponsor. Uh no, annual membership. Okay, so you only D23 gold members can purchase tickets for Destination 23. So you have to pay 99 bucks, 100 bucks a year to even be in there You're and then get... general admission is 330 oh. bucks. Basically not, 350 not crazy. bucks. While preferred admission with closer seating during panels is like nearly 600 bucks. Right, you got your levels. So I mean it's not cheap, not insanely expensive. Again, I don't even know. I don't know what to expect. All that I do know is that from the pictures, well, and and the experience, they're obviously playing to a scale of this is how many people come, but they're getting, you know, famous actors and actresses from all these movies that are coming out to come talk about them and tell you about what's coming in the future of film, parks, hotels, food. Like it's a really interesting thing, and then obviously they're going to put energy into magic
1: moments an entertainment expo yeah totally
0: you know and so i guess that's the thing too is it's like you're clearly going to be not like you're going to be entertained you're going to be informed you're going to be stimulated and you will do that a lot of our coffee stuff too like there are people who are very interested in it but it's usually not as like flashy and magical Except for the people interaction, that's what makes right. it magical. Like the people interactions, what make it magical.
1: Well, because it's a, it's a. Most of them are built around the basic trade show model. Yeah, and a trade show is a trade show. Whether you go to, yeah, they're all. You know, Expo West isn't too different than Coffee Fest. Yeah, probably where not. You have booths and things, and then there's some people doing weird stuff, and yeah. then there's some classes. It's kind of like a copy paste model. It's almost like the model's based around. There's there's some sort of trade show model that's not based around what you're going to get while you're there, but basically the idea that you don't want to be left out. Yeah. Whereas like the content and the experience is secondary to the whole reality that everyone in the industry is going to be there, there. you yeah. better go. Yeah. And if you don't go, even if you wouldn't have learned anything from a class or saw a new product that you want to get or didn't even have a friend... You would feel like you missed out if you didn't go. So yeah. I think there's some magic in creating something like that. Not like that's the goal, but I think that's a lot of what these trade shows in general like. That's how they operate. Yeah, like, that's the pull. For and, sure, you know maybe the Disney one's like a, a higher level because you know they're going to lean into you, an experience. You yeah couldn't really be Disney and have a generic trade show. Sure, it no, wouldn't match it up with couldn't. the brand right. Yeah. But like if you look some at something like SCA they don't have like a big experiential promise that's associated with their brand. Sure. They're simply the specialty coffee association. Right. And those, right. What, they, like, they have a mission statement, but it's yeah,
0: not based around show and pizzazz. It's based around coffee. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what yeah, it is, for but sure. I've read it before. right? I've read it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you think about that too, right? You're like, uh, the concourse d'elegance is like an expo of sorts for cars. People will kind of figure out what that's going to look like. Really fancy cars and what showcasing some of the future of, things right i don't even know enough about that one but or or other car stuff you've gone to right i mean
1: well i think yeah i think you're tapping into what it is because there's a you know it's like who's it for or what's it for sure. like maybe it's just to show up and show off like yeah maybe it's just getting the right people in the door and maybe you know 10 percent of the people there are actually kind of interested in buying a car but for everybody else it's like i pay the entropy and i'm a part of this because mm-hmm. it's the social situation i want to be in the marketing too it's, it's like being with the people who are doing things like, like for these, sure like these are the people yeah and that's yeah it, it, it's interesting They're there's all, a win
0: there no yeah i, I don't, I don't that a think win that's for me right
1: i don't think that's bad necessarily no, no, sure. i just think it's it's something that maybe a lot of people could easily overlook where they feel mm-hmm. like they're ignoring the affiliation aspect of everything. And they're saying like, cool. Like really what I'm offering is just simply the knowledge or the, um, you know, the coursework, but that's not really it at all. There's yeah. like a, a bigger, it's the social connection piece that brings us all together. Absolutely. Cause everything we do we're, whether we want to or not, we're kind of looking at like, Oh, status affiliation, mm-hmm. wh- who's in, who's out. Or like, who am I in with?
0: Right. Yeah. And those connections are, if you leave with more new connections or like a new friend or like a, I don't know, a better formed relationship, that's that's something I think everybody can feed off of no matter what. And that's always fun. And you definitely come to talk to people that are connected to the same stuff you are too. And everybody likes to feel like they're a part of something. So there's a lot of value in that alone too. Giving just a space. Yeah. Space to explore. Just explore the space.
1: It's no different than a cafe where Mm-mm. you build a cafe and you would say that your doors are open to all, but if you went to four different cafes that are wildly different, you'd see four different groups of people there. You know, like there's the different cafes kind of attract and curate their own customer base, even though there is some sort of crossover.
0: Mm -hmm. Where
1: it's like, I'd say the, even though we share probably, let's say 20% of customers, like the 11th hour crowd is different than our crowd. Sure. You know, is different, way different, We're closer than either one of us would be to, let's say, the Santa Cruz coffee roasting crowd. Yeah, for sure. So every business, every entity, every event, you're kind of curating the people that you want to be there.
0: Yeah, I'm thinking about Expo because that's the only one I've been to, right? And I think there's also something that I can't compare, which is at Expo, you have all these booths, right? And they're all kind of selling something or hoping to get sales because they're there, right? They're either showcasing a product or a service or whatever machinery. It doesn't really matter, but that's, that's kind of a big part of it. And so I'm wondering too, like I brought up D23, is that even a part of it? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm sure it has to be in some capacity, but maybe it's not, you know, like Um, Expo West. Sure. Right. Like uh, that's the food one. So I imagine there's going to be whatever, all the solutions to cleaning supplies and, and that stuff is, you know, all these all these vendors are going with an intent as well, right? Which is to, you know, whatever, get more sales, gather more relationships. Like, they're going to come out of it with the ROI on spending that money. But I wonder about, you know, like the car shows. Obviously, there's there's got to be a, a monetary factor. But with the Disney one, I'm like, is that monetary return really just going to be on, like, there's going to be a ton of merch and a ton of things they are going to be getting well, people think, hyped to just buy because they I went to the event I think that's what it right? is. It's
1: like, you, like even at... Uh expo for us i still feel like it's your it's not necessarily a direct sales play it's sales through the awareness of this is cool to yeah, where for sure. um i think la Marzocca does a great job with this actually mm. they shout out they will often make things that i'm pretty sure they know aren't going to work in the real world and don't need to work in the real world like for example the Leva, that lever machine yeah. the new modern lever that they i don't know it's probably like eight years ago now when they came out with that, it's just, you want to stand by it and take a picture and it gets you yeah, talking about soul. the brand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe five shops and anywhere use it. Yeah. Because and you like to play with it for sure. It's just like, not practical, like but that's it. not what it's for. It's not to get you to buy that thing. It's to remember La Marzocco. We do things that are interesting and mm-hmm. awesome. And I'm pretty sure that D23, that was when in that Into the Unknown, like the making of Frozen 2, that's where they had the cast members do that live didn't they do a live they did, they did, did one of the of songs cool live like yeah like, for sure the people there which uh-huh. is that same kind of flex it's right. like dude i watched freaking Kristen bell singing right. on stage Elsa at like i'm it's a cool moment. i'm gonna remember this movie that i haven't even seen yet i don't even know what it looks like yeah for the rest of my life and like and disney does stuff like that yeah that's what they do You know, that's kind of, that's kind of what everybody is, is showing off and Mm. everyone's got a different level of promise, right? Some like the packaging people, they have a much more mellow promise, right? Where you can see, you go to the packaging booth and it's just very like cut and dry. Sure. You see people's art, but they're basically saying like, Hey, we can make what you need and we can make it in a timely manner. Here's here's all different styles. Here's all our cool technology that we can use to do it. Yeah. But it's not super inspirational. Like, but you don't really need it to be. Yeah, no doubt. You know, I feel that. And that was like I forget his name already. I'm I'm doing bad. But the gentleman from La Marzocco who was in the shop today on hmm. um, I remember you were on a cycle cross race. I remember you were hucking it through the mountains. I remember you went to Bonnie Dune, I just forgot your name. Remember you're tall and you have a beard. He's all how do you like your strata? I was like, We love it. Yeah. And I was like, I know that's not a helpful feedback kind of answer, but you'd be hard pressed for us to even consider buying a machine from another manufacturer. Oh, absolutely. Just based off of everything you do, you know? Yeah. So there's that whether it's a strata or whatever pretty good what, feedback for someone whatever yeah. it else it is is like keep doing things like that because i remember that shit and i value that stuff i value the exploration even if i'm not going to buy that particular machine yeah dude you know and same I thing with the strata remember. ep it's like we played with it it wasn't for us but i value the exploration
0: right and the new updated version of that uh i the shoot i'm also blanking on the name but it just came out as well. Why am right. I blanking on the name? I don't know. I forgot either. The forgot strata too. McLaser. Anyway. Strata McLazer. That's I think what it's called if I'm not mistaken. Back to the Strata future. Back to the McLaser. I really want to play with one of those. I you know, and having one and having us use it the exact same way as our current machines can work. And then being able to play with the other stuff would be really fun too. So I totally back that. Thanks, Llumerzoco. Let's go. Thanks, Llumerzo. And that's but you're right. Like sometimes you get to an event And you get to experience a moment like that, and it kind of further clarifies or just helps you remember, like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. And even, again, back to the people, I've always had great experiences with all my La Marzocco friends, and that's rad, and it feels good to see them.
1: That's like, yeah, that that just got me thinking about marketing budgets and spending marketing money because... You know, you're talking about a trade show. A traditional business model would say, well, maybe not even, but a generic business model would say, cool, if we spend X amount of money on this thing, we'd expect to book X amount of units right there. Or, yeah, but it wouldn't really work like that. You're like, we're going to spend $30,000 doing this thing. And then over the course, if we do that every year, if we go to every event, keep doing that over the next six years. We hope to sell X mini machines. Like the long play is just super. Yeah, and it's not even a sales play. It's a, it's a bigger cultural play that is directly connected to a sales play. Which that's yeah.
0: Anyway, anyway, I'm over the edge let's now, just, dude. Over the edge and over again. That's a Pirates of the Caribbean line. Well, man, I feel like that's been a great conversation. <laughs> you want to go get those cambros going? I want to get those Camros going for my. What are you doing? Oh um, well, I mean, oh, tomorrow, don't I don't downplay it. Come on, I mean, it's a mellow, it's a mellow hang, dude. Uh, Taste of the Warriors. It's a G League Warrior uh, experience. There's just a bunch of vendors who go in and and honestly just hand out samples and socialize for a couple hours. So Eli and I uh, are gonna go be a Cambro, a couple Cambros of some iced coffee. We're gonna make a couple mixed drinks. One's gonna be kind of a play on, you know, White Russian, and the other one's gonna be a play non alcoholic on on gosh i don't know a coffee cocktail a really simple one loosely based off of this drink called the missile that we made back in the day at verve but we're just gonna go serve some stuff say hi high five people uh the marketing team's put together some merch for us to hand out and some information about our company which is supposed to be ready by tomorrow and that's gonna be it you know we'll set up a table we'll put the stuff we'll bring some ice load up a cambro with uh some alcohol and coffee load up another camera camera with a coffee and pour some drinks and high five some people and the the warriors players will be there too. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's again, it's a social interaction. I think it'll be fun. There's probably like 40 vendors. It's not a huge location because it'll all be on the court. And I think, you know, it's later in the day. So I don't expect a ton of people to be interested in coffee. That's why I did a coffee, alcoholic cocktail. Most of them are going to be trying beer and wine and cider. And like, there's like a lot of alcohol vendors. Yeah. So, you know, and what do you, what makes you want to do that? Like, what do you, I hope mean, it's to get a little bit of, of just a friend, friendly, like, it's local interaction, but it's also a little bit of a friendly f- favor. Right? I hang with some of the te- people who work for the G League Warriors. We play basketball on a team together. He's been asking for, I don't know, two, I think he's asked me twice. This will be the third year. And they, I just, I figured at this point, like, I know enough people who kind of go to those games and who will be at that event and and again I think it's good for us to interact in some capacity with other lo- like our community and there's not a lot of opportunities to do that so there'll be a bunch of other local businesses will kind of be in there and they'll be able to see some faces behind our brand and again same thing like I want to get in there and say okay here's here's a little shot at a like a super mini event where we're not gonna go over the top. I'm looking to just do something really simple but have it taste really good and then kind of calibrate to see like where we sit based on the amount of energy that I'm able to put into that event versus everybody else. And I'm kinda going into it a little bit case studying a little bit. Like, let's see what happens. That's that's it for now, you know? And Yeah, it's always weird when something's like hanging you're all well, I just I gotta get this event planned out and doesn't require a power it doesn't require an espresso machine like it's in in that context it's the most simple event i've ever done yeah but it's also local and the other ones you're far away from here so it's like no matter what people are gonna like like your vibes same thing will happen here they're just i'm gonna hear a lot more about who we are in their eyes tomorrow night Mm. so I'm, i'm just gonna listen and be nice Hand out drinks to people, see if see them all get yeah. over, overly faded. Most of these locals and be fun, yeah. With Eli, with Eli, dude, and Eli's super fun. Eli's great. We're gonna have a good time, yeah. yeah. Maybe Mark, but we'll see. TBD. Mark,
1: dude, whatever. It's fine,
0: dog. So yeah, I'm gonna go get those cameras. I'm gonna rinse them all out, and then honestly, there's not a lot. It's weird. There's not a lot to like prep. Are you making everything bulk, like batch brewed before? Like bulk? yeah, like I'm gonna ba- well it's gonna no, be bulk I'm gonna-
1: cocktail, like kegged cocktail style. Or are you? So a- my,
0: yeah, like my no, my plan is this. Like my plan is to do the two the two Cambros of cold coffee. Yep. Which is probably way more than we need, but, and then we'll have I'll get ice on the way and fill up a, a ice chest with ice. Right, and so every cup's gonna get like uh, it's eight ounce cup, hmm. fill it up all the way with ice like half of it with cold brew which will fill up a lot and then a shot of the- you know alcohol or syrup or cream or yeah. the combination shot 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 full cup handed to him Hand it to him. Hand it to him. Hand it to him. Here's Did some. The missile merch.
1: thing have rum in it or what?
0: No, that's the non-alcoholic. That's uh, just gonna be straight up, like some vanilla, some some cold brew, some cream, all blended together, all nicely. Think about a missile cream. with rum, dude. It'd be delicious. So good. I mean, there's always a chance. I'm get. I brought like I got some Irish cream and whiskey because Irish cream is already creamy whiskey, so it'll be yeah, like, at Irish cream, little whiskey, little half and half, and cold brew, and people will be like, mm. and I'll be <laughs> like, yeah, and <clears> it'll basically be their new vodka Red Bull. <laughs> and I actually, I we haven't had, I haven't had our coffee with a cocktail, so that'll be kind of fun. In terms, you know what I'm saying, like really doing like cold brew. Uh, I'll probably do night shift for one, and anyway, TBD what I'm gonna pick because I'm. That reminds me that. of
1: another local, local flex. I went to pick up a bookie's pizza, yum, and the vanilla Joe at Sante Adarius, yeah, legendary brewery in Santa Cruz has our coffee in it. Hell yeah! So if you're one of those coffee beer people. Vanilla Joe, Sante Darius. Sante Darius is so good. supposed to drop some by the... Dude, I bought a bottle of... I can't remember what. And One of the Saison's? Yeah. Whee! I had to... Because I don't drink that much beer. I had to stop myself from like chugging the whole like 32 ounces. No, the Saison's <laughs> like, there are...
0: so good. They have some bangers. Yeah, I couldn't even
1: believe... It had been a long time since I had a proper... Beer? Yeah. Ever since you stopped drinking all them Belgian ales, man. <laughs> Really got to try that Belgian ale. <laughs> really got to try that Belgian ale. Hey everyone, that's the podcast for the week. Thanks so much for listening. If you heard something that inspired you, let us know or tell a friend. These are the types of connections that are the most important to us and that we seek to create every day. If there's something you heard and you want to know more about, send us an email to podcast at catandcloud.com or head to our website, catandcloud.com slash podcast and let us know. While you're on our site, check out everything we have to offer. Dive deep into one of our single-origin coffees or pick up a little treat for yourself. We have something for everyone, so check it out. Also, find us in the usual places. YouTube, Instagram, we're always there sharing amazing things. Alright, that's it. Thanks everyone for being awesome. We'll be back next week.